This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 4th, 2019. I'm Caleb Brown. The scourge of immigrant crime remains a relative non-problem if you look at incarceration rates for immigrants versus native-borns. Cato's Alex Narasta is co-author of a new paper, Criminal Immigrants in 2017, available today at Cato.org. It's probably weird for people to, to think about uh, looking at crime rates uh, more than a year behind us. But of course, that's how data tends to be gathered. It takes a while to sort and and come up with some results. So you've looked into, with your co-author, uh, the rates of immigrant crime in the year 2017. What do we know? So we took a look at the American Community Survey. It's part of the U.S. Census. They have a portion where they have information on those who are in prisons in the United States. So we took a look at the foreign-born people in prison, and then we applied a common statistical method called the residual method to uh, try to identify illegal immigrants among those who are incarcerated in prison. Uh, We found that for the age group 18 to 54, native-born Americans had an incarceration rate of 1,471 for every 100,000 natives. Illegal immigrants had an incarceration rate of 756 per 100,000 illegal immigrants. And legal immigrants in the United States had an incarceration rate of 364 per 100,000 legal immigrants. So just to put that in percentage terms, illegal immigrants are 49% less likely to be incarcerated than native-born Americans. And legal immigrants are 75% less likely to be incarcerated than native-born Americans in the year 2017. So I see you arguing on uh, the Twitter sphere uh, with people about crime rates and uh, crimes that are committed by immigrants versus native-borns. And there's a common refrain among people who argue with you, uh, and that is, one, a general overstatement based upon what we know about the number of illegal immigrants in the United States. And then your common rejoinder is that, well, that actually means that the immigrant crime rate is a lot lower than we would think it is. That's correct. So the way a crime rate is calculated, the numerator, which is the number on top, is the number of crimes. And then you divide that by the denominator, which is the number on the bottom, which is the population. So if the number of crimes stays the same, because we know pretty well the number of crimes, but the denominator, the population increases, then that means that the crime rate would actually fall. There's a famous Yale study that came out recently. It found that there's probably about 22 million illegal immigrants in the U.S., which is about double the usual estimates. If that was true, then according to these figures, the illegal immigrant incarceration rate would be about exactly the same as that of legal immigrants in the United States. So these folks can't have it both ways. You can't say that illegal immigrants are a serious crime threat and that there are tens of millions more of them than are found in these estimates. Either they're a very serious threat or there's a lot. uh, So you can't have it both ways. So in terms of uh, incarceration rates and why these people are incarcerated, is there a general difference between the types of uh, arrests or charges or uh, convictions uh, between illegal immigrants 
legal immigrants and native-born Americans? We don't have the information on the crimes that they are charged with or incarcerated with. Uh, The census does not record that. What we do know, though, is we know that information pretty well for federal prisoners. And the census has state, local, county, and federal prisoners. So there is a large percentage of uh, federal prisoners who are illegal immigrants who are in prison for only immigration offenses. There are also a large number of illegal immigrants who are in immigrant detention facilities run by Immigration and Customs Enforcement along the border. Those people are all counted as, as incarcerated. So the interesting thing is if you exclude the illegal immigrants who are incarcerated just for illegal immigration or immigration offenses or an immigration detention, then the incarceration rate for illegal immigrants drops to just slightly above what it is for legal immigrants. So you looked at this similar data a year ago or a couple of years ago. What do we know about the trend at this point? It seems pretty steady. We took a look at the data for the years 2014, 2016, and 2017. We did the exact same analysis with the same methods. And uh, it's unfortunately, it's you know, it's fortunate from a public policy perspective. The results are basically the same in every one. It's um, just not that interesting, though. We basically, I think, have pretty good evidence from this that illegal immigrants have an incarceration rate about half that of native-born Americans, and um, legal immigrants have one that's about 75% that of native-born Americans. Um, So from a social science perspective, it seems pretty solid. Um, I wish there was a little bit more variation for my personal interest (laughs) because there's only so many times I think I can do these studies getting the same results before I'll have to move on to another research topic. Uh, But it's, it's reassuring, frankly, that there is not evidence that illegal immigrants bring crime. It's reassuring from the perspective, uh, uh, from the personal perspective, you know, I'm a father, I have a family in Virginia, I live in Fairfax County, which has a large number of uh, illegal immigrants, that there is no um, crime problem brought in uh, by these folks. And it's also, I think, reassuring that uh, from a public policy perspective, most of what the president's doing is failing. It's not going through. It's not going to become law. And this will not have a uh, and the fact that his policies, preferred policies are failing to be put into effect uh, will not have a deleterious effect on American crime. For people who are very concerned uh, about immigrant crime versus uh, the crime of their neighbors, the the people who are were born in the United States or are U.S. citizens, um, what do you tell them? I tell them that they should focus on the crime rates. They should focus on the chance of somebody being a victim of a crime and the, the rate of these crimes being committed in the community rather than the total number of crimes. So illegal immigrants are less likely to commit crimes. What that basically means is they increase the population by more than they increase the crime, the number of crimes, which means that it's safer for people there. That's the first thing I tell them. The second thing, though, is that most criminals commit crimes against people that they personally know. Most homicides are committed by people who know their victims, uh, a lot of property crime, violent crime, etc. Illegal immigrants generally live and no other illegal immigrants. It's the exception where a native-born American is the victim of one of these crimes. Uh, It's not the rule. That sounds kind of cold-hearted. It's sort of a brutal way of looking at it. 
But the fact of the matter is native-born Americans, even when there is crime committed by illegal immigrants, and of course there is, there's a lot of them, but even when there is crime committed by them, overwhelmingly illegal immigrants are the victims of those crimes. Native-born Americans, if they are the victims, it's the exception. And those exceptions get a lot of press attention, like with the, the murder of Molly Tibbetts uh, in Iowa, uh, the, the alleged murder of Molly Tibbetts in Iowa by an illegal immigrant, and the uh, shooting of Kate Steinle in San Francisco back in 2015. These get a lot of attention uh, because they are the exceptions that prove the rule. Uh, just the other week in Seattle, there was a, a vicious homicide that was committed by an illegal immigrant, uh, by a man against uh, his girlfriend. Uh, it did not make the news because the victim was also an illegal immigrant. Now, that doesn't make the homicide any less brutal. Does it make it any less tragic? Does not make it any less um, uh, horrific? But it should mean from the perspective of native-born American, if you're worried about illegal immigrant crime, that should make you feel a little safer. You've looked more specifically, and I'm sure you would love to have data on the different kinds of crimes that Americans versus uh, immigrants commit. But you do have uh, you have looked at some data in Texas specifically uh, for specific categories of crimes. What what does that tell us, and can that really be extrapolated to other parts of the country? That's right. So the almost 49 states in the United States do not count the legal status of people convicted by crimes on the state level. The exception to that is the state of Texas, uh, which does count that. They count by crime, by immigration status, by year, uh, et cetera. So I've been able to take a look at that. It turns out that illegal immigrants are about half as likely to be convicted of a, of a crime in Texas any given year as native-born Americans are. They are less likely to be convicted of a homicide, about 16% less likely, um, and much, much less likely to be convicted of like robbery, larceny, uh, these other very serious offenses, slightly less likely to be convicted of sexual crimes as well. Whether that can be extrapolated nationwide is up for debate because we don't have any other states uh, to compare it to. Texas might be an outlier. But I think Texas is a great place to look at for several reasons. One, it's got the second largest population of illegal immigrants in the country. The only state with more illegal immigrants is the state of California. Uh, secondly, it shares a border with Mexico. And a lot of illegal immigrants are going through Mexico, uh, through Texas, entering in Texas to go elsewhere in the United States. Third, it's a Republican state. It's a conservative state. It's a state with a tradition of prosecuting crimes. Uh, so there is not going to be any leniency. And fourth, there are no sanctuary jurisdictions in Texas uh, at all. And there haven't been ever, uh, except for like about a month uh, a couple of years ago in, in, in one or two cities. So it's a great state to study for this reason. And we should be very happy that Texas counts it. So I think it, it probably extrapolates pretty well, but we really just can't know for sure until we get this data from other states. and. There is no reason for them not to collect it. Alex Narasta's new Cato paper, Criminal Immigrants in 2017, is available now at Cato.org. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>